Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, April 26th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest from the House GOP retreat in Orlando. Number two, Joe Biden is finally going to get his moment in the Capitol, giving his first joint address to Congress Wednesday. We've got a look at what to expect. And number three, House Republican Lee Zeldin is running for New York governor, raising money off of Joe Biden's Supreme Court plans. All right, Jake, you are down in fabulous Orlando for the House GOP retreat. What is happening on the ground? Well, I haven't been to Disney World yet. Uh, I don't think I've been there in a <laughs> long time. Um, no, so listen, today is, is the opening day. Uh, last night, people got in. Actually, a lot of flights were delayed, so I think a lot of people missed a lot of uh, uh, the opening act yesterday uh, here in Orlando. But uh, today, they, they begin their retreat. These things are always kind of a mix of... Um, of fun and uh, uh, work, I'd say, more fun than work. But um, Republicans will hear today from Ari Fleischer, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, about how to work with the press. They are counseling them on their media strategy. Um, NRCC Chair Tom Emmer will speak. Dan Constant, who runs the House Republican Super PAC, and Ronna McDaniel uh, all have speaking slots today and uh, some policy discussions on China and on energy. Uh, also of note, uh, Francis Suarez, the mayor of Miami, who's become kind of a, a conservative hero because a lot of people are moving to Miami, nothing to do with him for the most part because it's just a, a nice city. Um, he'll speak uh, Tuesday at 10 a.m., but Anna, this is a... Uh, an opportunity, I'd say, uh, Republicans hope it's an opportunity to get uh, to kind of rally their their troops around um, both politically and and on a, a policy basis. Yeah, it's one of those opportunities. I mean, we've been to these uh, throughout the years, probably too many to count. Never, never in a place as nice as Orlando, though. It's a true, very true. But <laughs> usually Baltimore. I do, I do think one of the things that's you know interesting here is because of the pandemic, you haven't had a lot of time for members of Congress to really spend time together. You know, for the new ones that were elected, get to know each other, understand kind of where they're going to lock arms going forward as particularly House Republicans look to try to regain the majority. Uh, I, I also thought it was pretty interesting in this morning's Punchful News AM, we have some new data that uh, Rob Autry presented to House Republicans last night, split into four topics, uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi's popularity, Republicans' advantage on the economy, the southern border, and Democrats' Wasteful spending, to me, the most interesting is just the fact that they're still leading with Nancy Pelosi and her popularity, given the fact that, I mean, she's they, they've been doing this for years and it never really seems to play out the way they think it's going to. Yeah, I mean, listen, Pelosi's been the um, the the. Uh, punching bag for Republicans for a long time hasn't changed. Uh, don't expect it will change. Um, and I mean, listen, I, there, there. Let's put it this way: their success with this has been mixed. Very diplomatic of you. Let's move on to the number two story of the day. Joe Biden is going to get his Wednesday joint address of to Congress. Um, you know. It's his 99th day of his presidency, a big moment over the weekend. There were such there was, I think, three big polls that came out, which basically showed how popular his vaccine rollout is. I mean, really strong numbers for everything, basically, except for how he's handled the border. This kind of foreshadows really what happens on infrastructure, don't you think? I think in some sense, I mean, Biden gets a center stage to um 
to promote his plans, right? I mean, this is there is no moment. I, even even if a president, even if this is not going to be a state of the union, even if it's going to be fewer members uh, than um, usual, right? Even if it's going to be a a less um, uh, a, bit, a smaller moment than most states of the union than most joint addresses, he's still going to get millions of people watching his speech on on Wednesday night. So this is as big of a stage as it gets. And um, if he comes across as um, somebody with a plan and with a plan to do things that a lot of people want done, uh, that's a big moment for him, I think. Um, And, uh, you know, he is relatively popular right now. I mean, uh, his popularity has has um, it's it's sustained for the last couple uh, of months, the the first hundred days of his presidency. So uh, I don't see a huge downside here for Biden in 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 kind of laying out these plans and putting some meat on the bone. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Lee Zeldin, GOP Republican from New York, is running for governor. And uh, he's got a kind of an interesting fundraising tactic trying to use Joe Biden's plans for the Supreme Court. Yeah, he's he is running a um, he's running uh, he's fundraising off of Biden wanting to pack the Supreme Court. And never mind that Biden has not said he wants to pack the Supreme Court. Never mind that. uh uh, I'm not sure packing the Supreme Court ranks uh, 100th on anyone's priority list uh, in America, um, or most people's priority list in America. But that is what Lee Zeldin is is um, uh, raising money off of, and I, I guess I would say this: it speaks to the the increasing um, nationalization of all party politics, right? Yeah, to me, it's. I think I agree to your point. And this isn't about oh, the Democrats are going to make some move on this right now. I do think that the Supreme Court has long been one of those areas that Republicans have really been able to weaponize and have really been able to galvanize in terms of grassroots support. The kind of online fundraising game that is so key in the way Republicans have struggled compared to Democrats in recent years. And so, uh, whether it's it's happening or not, I, I do think it's instructive to think about. How how they try to use the Supreme Court going forward since there isn't an opening right now. It wasn't like you know some of these past years where they've really been able to say like, listen, there's an existential crisis. If you don't keep Republicans in power, Democrats are going to have some liberal on the court. Now it's kind of the the next generation of that argument, which is, which is the Democrats are just going to expand the court. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. I do want to note last night we had a great conversation with former speaker John Boehner uh, for our monthly book club. If you subscribe to punchbowl.news, you can get a link to that. Listen to Jake, John Brezan, and myself uh, go through the ringer with a former speaker, someone we covered for years. It was a lot of fun and we're really thankful. Probably rated R, Anna. (laughs) Probably, probably you might want to have your coffee before you listen to it. With that, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.